episode of Creating Powerful Impact. I'm your host, Shay Wheat, founder of Grace and Ease Productions. And today's guest is Mike Capuzzi. He tells it like jacuzzi, but it's Capuzzi. (laughs) Now, Mike has been helping business owners and entrepreneurs, corporate leaders really create more profitable marketing since starting his company in 1998. He's authored 19 books, including two Amazon number one bestsellers. So I'm excited to have Mike join us on the Creating Powerful Impact stage to talk about new fun ways that you may not have been thinking about on how to market your business. Welcome to the stage. How are you doing today, Mike? Good, Shay. I appreciate this opportunity. Looking forward to it. I'm excited to have you here because um, you have something that I, a word that I've never <laughs> heard of in the marketing space. Um, what in the world is a, is it a shook? Shook. What is shook and how is that like different than a traditional business book? And oh, just, you're setting me up perfect. <laughs> yeah, you're setting me up here. So let's take one step back because you and I were just talking before we hit record about, you know, marketing and all that good stuff. So most of us, uh, you, me, just about everybody listening, watching, we all have some sort of competition, right? We all have competitors, whatever we're doing. There's very few business owners that don't have competition. So it's always important to figure out ways to distinguish what you do and how you do it differently. So I always use the metaphor, even though I don't eat fast food, I use the metaphor of here in the States, Burger King and McDonald's. They both sell hamburgers. One has the Whopper, one has the Big Mac, right? It's their own little special recipe. Well, a shook stands for a short, helpful book. And it's a trademark term that we use to describe our type of short, helpful books that are nonfiction books that are written by business owners, entrepreneurs, and corporate leaders. And they're really meant, Shay, to be conversation starters. They're typically about 100 pages, 120 pages, about a one to two hour read, depending on how fast you are. But they're not meant to be these traditional big, thick business books. Uh, They're meant to be shorter books to initiate a conversation, but they're also founded in direct response marketing principles. So they always have triggers and ways for readers to connect with the author to further that relationship. So that's what I shook is. Okay. Totally makes sense now. Short, helpful book shook. It's my my Big Mac slash Whopper. (laughs) It's very clever. I love it. Now, like, why would you want to have a shook or why would you want to read one? Okay. So two, two distinct questions. So most people listening that are business owners, entrepreneurs, corporate leaders, they typically in some capacity are helping people. Mm-hmm. Therefore, there's probably a really good reason why they should be a book author. Now I can share all the reasons why being a book author smart elevates you. If there's, if you and you're, you know, being compared to someone else, you're an author, they're not typically the author's chosen, you know, depending on, uh, you know, some of the other things, but there's still a lot of power Shay behind being a published book author. We're not talking eBooks now. We're talking like a, a book that you can hold and hand out and, and, and autograph and stuff like that. So a shook is great for the author because instead of requiring years or six, 12 months to write, 
they're much more focused. They're a lot faster and a lot quicker to write. And we've developed a very specific formula that we suggest all our clients sort of write to. So for the author, it's faster, quicker, more focus. And in, I always say, instead of having like one 300 page book, why not have three 100 page books? Gives you more marketing opportunity, more focus. You can have each book focused. For the readers, it's a great promise of, hey, I can pick up this book when I'm flying out of Philadelphia. And by the time I land in San Francisco, I probably could have read it twice, but um, <laughs> or actually multiple times. But, um, you know, it, it's about a, a promise of a quick read, a focused read, because shooks are highly focused because of their length. And um, really, I, I don't know about you, Shay. I mean, I just bought a bunch of books yesterday that arrived from Amazon. I hope I eventually read them cover to cover. But oftentimes, you know, depending on the book, it's just like you get so bogged down, you know, so a shorter book is a promise, a big promise for the author and a big benefit for the reader. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, it's like, I've got some books over here behind me. I've got multiple bookshelves throughout my home and, you know, some of them I've read, some of them I haven't read, some of them I've been gifted, some of them I purchased, you know, it's like, but as an entrepreneur, books, I think are a part of our life, right? We're constantly learning. So the idea of a shook is kind of interesting on a couple of different levels. One, as a reader, I would be like, oh, okay, great. Something I can read. If it would assume it's very specific on a topic that if you're like, I want to know about opt-ins or I want to know about something specific in my niche and somebody wrote a, sh a shook on it, I'd be like, okay, great. Let me just pick that up. And then read it, implement it, move on with my day mm -hmm. versus having to like thumb through 300 pages right. to try and find it. And then all of the stories and the antidotes and the da, 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 right? So the short read is intriguing to me. And then from the perspective of an author, like you said, it already elevates you as an expert. So just like being on a stage, it elevates you as an expert. Now, is there marketing? Um, and I'm sure there probably is like, marketing reasoning behind it and how do you use it as a part of your marketing plan for sure for sure and you know the, the analogy to events is is very similar i always even with podcasts very similar so you know the authority factor actually i have a podcast myself called the author factor and it's about the the, the uniqueness of being a non-fiction book author by the way we are talking non-fiction books that's all we publish um so yeah i mean from a marketing standpoint shay I always like to say, when you have a book that you've written around your business, you're going to be using it in your business, it allows you to market at a more sophisticated level than, again, let's look at your competition, for example. So where maybe all people, let's say you're a chiropractor and you're in some town, all chiropractors are doing the same kind of advertising and marketing. You could be advertising and marketing your book, you know, how to solve your back pain in, in, in 90 minutes or less or something like that, whatever it might be. And you're not marketing the same services that everyone else is marketing. Mm -hmm. You are marketing the book and using a book first strategy. So there's a lot of things you can do. Events. We just had a client show. You'll appreciate this. Just yesterday, the event ended. A very well-known marketer, very world-famous gentleman had a, a, a couple-day event. And it was a you know smaller event, a couple hundred people, smaller, just about 200 people or so. Mm -hmm. And um, for him, that's a smaller event. But um, he actually found out about one of our clients' books, Shooks, 
and bought copies to hand out at his event because it aligns so much with the topic he was sharing. So I'm seeing pictures on Facebook of my clients shook on everyone's, you know, in front of everybody. Um, but, you know, events and books, whether you're up on stage, whether you're at an event exhibiting, they are really a very powerful combination, either a keynote speaker, exhibitor, um, you know, there's just so many ways that, a, you know, a book can really benefit from events in event marketing. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've got clients that are authors that will go ahead and give their books away, um, whether they're doing a keynote or, you know, it's like some of them will give a, a free gift, but others, the ones that give a book away are the ones that people are like, oh, wait, like, will you sign this for me? Exactly. And tell me more about it. And, you know, it, you're right. It just elevates them and that expertise. So I love that. Fantastic. Does it take a long time to write one? Uh, it shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> so another quick okay, story. On average, what do we look at? On average, uh, we like to say about eight to 12 weeks. Now we're not one of these, oh, you're going to get it done tomorrow. You're going to get it done in a weekend. You're going to let chat GPT write it for you. We're not talking about that. Um, so we, we put some thought into it. All our clients work with me. We, you know, we, there's some thought given to it, but if it's, if it's done right, our, our, our world record is still 23 days, 23 days. Uh, matter of fact, it was a client speaking at an event. She was a keynote at not her own event because she does her own events, but she was keynoting at an event. She's like, Oh, I got, I, I got this captured audience. Yeah. We came up with an idea just for that audience, a short, helpful book just for that audience. I'm looking at it right over here. And um, from the day she came up with the idea to the day it was printed and in shipped to the event was 20, there was 23 days. Now she had a team of people helping her, her own yeah. team. Um, but still 23 days from idea to books being shipped. Um, and that was a couple of years ago. And now she keeps just updating it for other events she speaks at. That's amazing. And now all of them have it in their hands and we'll have like a constant reminder of who she is and what it is that she's offering and how she can support them. And that's fantastic. And you know, that's, and that's the other promise of a good quality book. Cause that's why we put the word helpful in there. If a book is helpful, people aren't going to throw it away. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, brochures, business cards tend to go in the recycle bin eventually at minimum, it will be put on a bookshelf. Maybe it's shared. I would give it to Shay because I think Shay, you'd benefit from this, whatever, you know, friends, but it's typically not thrown away. And if it has the right kind of triggers in the book to elicit a response, Shay, it will generate business. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's really incorporating it into your entire profit plan, into your marketing plan, into the business plan as a whole. It really uh, is. Where it, where it'll support you and, and, lead people down that customer journey, yep. right? I love that. Now you, you said chat GPT. I know there's so many different AI things out there. Um, do you have suggestions? Do you suggest that they utilize it, not utilize it? Like let's Great talk question. AI for a little bit. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm a geek, you know, like a lot of uh, entrepreneurs, I, I like buying domains, so I bought a couple of domains, yep. AI for book authors, uh, AI for podcasters, because I am actually working with some partners that are developing some pretty cool tools that maybe we'll see the light of day some at some point. So to answer your question, yes, uh, I do think there's definitely room for artificial intelligence and tools that um, in the context, Shay, of I like brainstorming. You, you're mentioning 
before about masterminds and stuff like that, you know, masterminds are usually valuable. You know, yeah. we don't all just know everything. So bouncing ideas off of other smart people makes a lot of sense. But I'll tell you, you know, chat GPT, I was just on it earlier today, asking it a question like, hey, how can I do this? And the answer Kate spit back. And I was like, oh my gosh, that was really, it's not always great. Today's answer was a really good one. Mm -hmm. So it just got me thinking differently. So I think from a, um, you know, what do you think about the idea, getting some data, brainstorming titles, brainstorming outlines. I'm not a fan of this idea of letting it write for you because, you know, if you're familiar with AI, you know, it's got to be refined. It should be in your own words. There's going to be copyright issues potentially. So, but using it for a framework outline mm -hmm. and other things sort of brainstorming, I think it's, uh, I think it's very good. Yeah. I, I mean, absolutely utilize it for your headlines and things of that nature. It, it is a brainstorming tool, at least for, for me and my clients, for sure. In just in all of the marketing opportunities that they have, it's like, I'm just not thinking about anything exciting and you go throw it in there and they're like, Oh, okay. Yeah. I like this. <laughs> And this one, I'm going to mush the two together. Yeah, that right? too. Yep. <laughs> the other thing that's very cool, Shay, and this is definitely, I mean, I guess it's already being done. This one developer I'm working with is this notion. Now imagine this. So chat GPT and these AI tools are taking, a, you know, they're aggregating tons of information, right? Mm -hmm. But now what you're going to be able to do is refine that. So you essentially have your own Shay Wheat version of chat gpt think of it that way so well let's actually let's look at me for a minute i've got 19 books now not all of them are up to date but i could take the content of those 19 books and it would essentially create my own version of chat gpt so the answers are coming back in the context mm -hmm. of mm -hmm. mike capuzzi's voice the way he writes his beliefs etc that to me is pretty darn cool yeah yeah, there's a lot happening. We could probably do a yeah. whole episode just on AI stuff because there's some fascinating things out there that just came out of my last mastermind of how people are utilizing it. And you're like, oh, wow, that could get a little scary. Oh, yeah. There's a, there's the scary <laughs> factor, too, for sure. There's some scariness in there sure. and sounding sure. like your voice. And yeah. yeah. Anyways, but I digress. Let's go back to the shook. Um how are you seeing your clients utilize it to really make money, create an ROI? Like, what are you seeing the best practices with them are? So the best way, I, I just published my most recent one is called The Magic of Free Books, free, F-R-E-E. -E. And that really articulates my you know, philosophy. The books that we're talking about, Shay, are meant to be given away you're not trying to sell it for 10 bucks and make a buck off of Amazon. Like that's the, the you know, fiction old model for a lot of folks. But if you're in business, your goal is to get it into as many qualified readers hands as possible, give it away, you know, free plus shipping, whatever it might be. So that's the first thing is we're not trying to, if you're, if you're worried about making a buck every time you sell the book, you might as well just give up now. Cause that's not the goal of this. It's about having that bigger ticket thing on the back end. But um, there's a lot of things they do. Added, you know, events, again, events and books go hand in hand. Podcasts, which are a form of an event, you know, getting our, our authors on different podcasts to share their message. We work with probably, I would say, Shay, two thirds of our clients 
our local business owners, the local physician, the local um, insurance person, tax, CPA, whatever it might be. So those men and women, I say, they just want to be what I call five mile famous. They only want to be the number one CPA in such and such a town. Mm-hmm. Um, in an area like where you live, it might be more like 50 mile famous, but you know, you get the idea. It's like, they yeah. want to be famous to their local area. They don't need to be on Amazon. They don't need to be out you know, worldwide. And one of the coolest things those people can do with their books, Shay, is create what I call a strategic partner network. So if, let's say you're a CPA, you've written a book on how to save, how business owners can save on taxes. You go identify uh, lawyers, you know, anywhere where your target reader is, gyms, restaurants, and just ask them if they could either display the book or display a little flyer for the book because it's free. And you're getting in front of other people's customers. So in the mm-hmm. online world, it's very easy, affiliate marketing and all that. The local business owner, it's a little more challenging, but this is a very cool strategy that's worked very well for a number of our clients. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like you said, it's free. So there's, it's a value add for the business that exactly. you're having the book in, yes. you know, like they could pair it up with their packages. So it's yeah. like, okay, um, let's say, I don't know, the attorney is like, oh, when you retain me, then you get a CPA book with it too, right? We've done that too. As a value add. Yep, Mm -hmm. we've done that too. Yeah, that's that's fantastic. I love that. So if I can switch gears for a second, Mm -hmm. you've been in business since 1998. Um, I assume it hasn't always been unicorns and rainbows. No, it has. It has. You're the first entrepreneur that I'm the first. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) Uh, um, I so because we run and produce events, we see a lot of behind the scenes. And I would love for you to share either a challenge that's happened for you and what happened and how did you overcome it and what did that look like? Um, or where is you and where are you and your company headed? Or you can share both if you'd like, but I just like to see a little behind the scenes of what's going on with, with Mike and Bite Size Books. Yeah. So you're right. Uh, and I was in, in corporate America before 1998. So that is just when we started, you know, I started my own company after a number of years working in corporate, probably almost 10, but, um, so Shay, I have a ton of event experience, uh, working with my own clients with their events. I've hosted, I used to run my own mastermind groups. I've run my own workshops, seminars. I used to do a monthly marketing meeting here. I live in Philadelphia, in the Philadelphia area, Pennsylvania. I, I had a membership program where we got together once a month. You know, I would get 50, 70, 100 business owners together and I teach marketing. So I've got tons of experience. So I, I would, I'll probably answer the cha- I'll answer the challenge question because it's relative not only to folks that should be leveraging events, but also very similar to people that should be a book author. I can remember, we're probably pushing now almost 20 years ago, before I wrote my first book, before I hosted my first event, I had the very traditional head trash, like who the heck am I to run an event? Who am I to host an event? Who am I? And the same, same conversation went in my head a couple of years later when it came to having my first book. I'm like, uh, who am I to write a book? And that head trash sat there for a while. Um, 
And then it wasn't until I was around some smart people, it wasn't a mastermind group per se, but it was some smart people that really challenged me to get out of my own sort of you know, way. And then I started hosting events, uh, started with these monthly events. And then I started thinking, my God, I am not the world's best speaker. I'm kind of down and dirty. You know, what I didn't realize, Shay, was that is what magnetized people to me. Now I'm talking business owners, so I had that you know affinity. But I thought, yeah, you know, I saw these polished speakers and using all these you know techniques and all this. I'm like, oh, I can't do that. It doesn't feel right. But I learned and I built my own following just by really being a really authentic. The word that kept coming back to me was authentic, like just being me. I'm not the best speaker. I'm not the you know. So um, I just think anyone who's out there who thinks they should be doing an event or they have the platform or they they want to help more people. Events are awesome. I mean, they have their own challenges, of course. Or being a book author, I would just challenge you. You know, get, connect with folks like Shay to you know really just figure this out because you're not going to help the people that you're supposed to be helping if you stick in that safe zone. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thanks for that. I appreciate it. Um, you didn't have to talk about events, but of course I will talk events all day. Every <laughs> I love day. events. I love, I events, love events. I think it's probably one of the fastest ways to grow your audience, right? And utilize a book to There's support. There's nothing it. It like that. It yeah. fits yeah. really, really well. Um, so speaking about bite-sized books, your company, what it is that you're doing, if someone's like, I'm kind of interested in this Chinook thing or, you know, maybe reading one of your 19 books. What is the best way that somebody can connect with you? And do you happen to have a free gift for our audience? Actually, I have three free gifts. Oh, up leveling. I love it. I've got three Shooks. Um, So The Magic of Working Together, The Magic of Short Books, which is one of the number one bestsellers uh, on Amazon. And then the magic of gratitude, a little thank you book, Shook. Um, so I'm going to give those three to your listeners here in a second, Shay. But I would say you can Google Mike Capuzzi. Uh, my digital footprint is bigger than I'd like it to be at this point, but um, I'm out there. Go to Amazon, type in Mike Capuzzi. You'll see a number of our uh, books. But for your listeners, if they go to mikecapuzzi.com slash magic, they'll get this little magic kit. Um, they'll be able to read all three of those shooks for free. Uh, it's a digital, so it's online, but um, they'll be able to read them for free. And uh, I don't hold anything back. I've had people say, read the magic of short books, write their short book. I don't even know about it until all of a sudden they would say, hey, Mike, I want to kind of be on your podcast, The Author Factor, because you know, you've inspired me to be an author. And that's happened many, many times. So everything that I can share about how to write a short, helpful book is in the magic of short books. Oh, I love that. So you get three opportunities to read your books. Uh, Thank you. That's so generous. And we will have the link to that in the show notes. Um, My last question for you, Mike, what would you say is a memorable note or takeaway that you would like to leave our audience with today? I share a quote. And actually, I think it's from a gentleman from your neck of the woods, Jerry Garcia, the Grateful Dead. Mm. Right. That's San Francisco, right? Um, I believe I wasn't a big deadhead, but this, I, I can't believe this is a quote from Jerry, but it's, I've, I've researched it. It is. And it's a great quote, Shay, that to end with, he says it's, and I have to read it. It's not enough to be the best at what you do. You must be perceived as the only one who does what you do. 
And if you think about that and let that percolate, you'll understand why I came up with a shook. You'll understand why, you know, you believe event marketing is so powerful. So I just think that quote from Jerry is a, a just a profound quote. I love that. I think um, his bass player, I can't remember his name at the moment, but actually had um, a restaurant and bar and he would come and play here oh, really? locally. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of crazy. But I love that quote. That's really amazing. So thank you, Mike, so much for being with us today. And I want to thank our audience for listening and joining us on another episode of Creating Powerful Impact. I'm excited for you to really like take all of these lessons, these resources that Mike's provided, take a look at how Asha can fit into your own business plan, start implementing these things so that you can create even more impact in your world. Until next time, have an outstanding rest of your day. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to the Creating Powerful Impact podcast. If you are a successful coach, speaker, author, or thought leader who would like to be on this program, simply visit creatingpowerfulimpact.com forward slash guest. If you are someone who got something out of this interview, would you please do me a favor and share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on your socials. Also, if you know somebody that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag creating powerful impact. I love seeing all of your posts and great guest selections. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up ratings and reviews go a long way to help promote the show, and they really mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more about us? Head on over to our website, graceandeaseproductions.com, or follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, or Instagram. Just look for Grace and Ease Productions on your favorite platform. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Oh, 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 oh,